to Your Welcome Hollywood, a podcast where Ed, Tom, and Ruben create a brand new screenplay every episode. Some of the ideas are better than others. Welcome, welcome to, to Your, your welcome, welcome Hollywood, Hollywood with Ed. And Ruben. Yeah. The, that uh, moment of silence for Tom, who is not here. Uh, press F to pay respects. Yeah. Tom got a gig and is making money right now. Oh, is that what he's doing? Unlike us. Man, I didn't know that. And I was like, well, I'm sure he's busy. But now that he's making money, I feel betrayed. Yeah. Now I just, he took capitalism over our show. I mean, I get it. You got a kid. Yeah. He's got that baby. You got to support. You got to buy it uh, diapers. Well, I'm going to take that money to buy more anime wife figures. And put them in diapers. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Wait, wait so a many diapers. Ed, wait, wait, wait. No, Ed, that's not what I... Make Ed. tiny diapers I, out I of don't want tea bags to... and put them on the little lady. I don't want to get the wrong idea. That's not what I do with them. It's worse. Yeah. It's so much more deviant. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Frankly, you couldn't actually put words to it. It is undefinable sort of a lovecraftian uh, unknowable nightmare yeah there's a room that's special for it yeah a room that no one can go in and no one can measure yeah the approximations of no the dimensions are unknown it has no depth or volume the only way to get into it is through a secret hole that only i know about yeah and a color few can see yeah <laughs> there's it's on a spectrum that the human eye cannot understand yes i can't even see it but i can feel it yeah and it's good yeah and it's great so welcome to our show and Ruben's dark arts. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben's dark arts. Yeah, my unmentionable loves. The anime sorcerer. Speaking of man, I'm I'm very I'm very proud of us, Ed, that we didn't just say uh, that we would just make an anime today. That's true. Without uh, Tom, because we could we could go down that route. We hole. we've talked about doing anime before, and Tom is always the one that's sort of like, well, I would have nothing to say, which I think was would work. I think so too. So would be the anchor character. Look out for a future episode. We will do a uh, like theatrical anime release. Every anime trope possible. Oh, so many of them. Oh boy, it will, I, it will define the genre. I could just talk about anime for an hour. Yeah, but I feel like I should give you an episode. Yeah, exactly. An episode of You're Welcome Hollywood, which and if is you this podcast. Listened before, then here's what happens: we uh, get a fake movie title from our listening audience on the Facebooks. Usually, not an anime. No, not usually. Yes. Uh, and we get a title uh, of a movie that does not exist. And then we spend, you know, 40 minutes or so just um, pitching what we think this movie would be like. And like it's like it's even like deeper than a pitch. Right. We we walk through the whole thing. We uh, imagine what it could be. We talk. We're, about We're sort of reading you like the story Bible. Yeah. yeah. If you if a Hollywood executive wanted to give us an hour, which would never happen. No. Their time, their time is measured in seconds. This would be how we would pitch to them. Yes. Uh, so they're too busy being perverts. Yeah. <laughs> for us to pitch more than an elevator pitch. They're to them. they're cocaine perverts. Yes. And have no time for the likes of us. Yeah. Rails and flails. Yeah. Rails, flails, and not shopping retails. <laughs> oh no, they have people do that for them. Yeah. Because they're rich, and when you're rich, you don't have to shop anymore. No. Clothes just show up on you. No time for the. the the rantings of a couple of 30-something schlubs. You wake up in new clothes. Yeah, every day. Yeah. And you don't know who put them on. You take some laudanum before bed. Some, yes. <laughs> some old-timey medicine. Yep. And a little you, colloidal silver. Well, that's why it's popular right now, because old-timey stuff that's bad for you, people think is good for you now. Yeah, butt-chugging mercury, go for it. Oh, the slug sucking on your ding-dong? <laughs> Gotta get the toxins out. Yeah. L- leeches straight to the bee. Oh, man. Got them bee-hole leeches? Yeah. Man, Gwyneth Paltrow can sell me on anything. 
Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that goop. Oh, gotta get that goop. Uh, so we got a title for today's episode, and it is Big Boy Bounty. Yep, that's from Jean Wynn. Yes, uh, I believe her first title. I think so. That and if has not, come on the podcast. I've seen the, I've seen their name pop up multiple times. Yes. So thank you for being an active an active fan and participant. Hooray for Eugene. Uh, so Big Boy Bounty. <laughs> sound like I said Eugene. Uh, hooray for, for Eugene. you, Eugene, Oregon. Uh, <laughs> what a great place. <laughs> yeah, home of the, I don't know what they got there. Uh, I want to be clear. Hooray for you, Gene. Gene. Yeah. So Big Boy Bounty, we talked for a second about like the first thing that struck me was uh, there's been, it's been mentioned multiple times in like TV and stuff. The legend of like the small Southern town with the giant mythical catfish. Yeah. Uh, that you know no one ever sees and there's a legend that somebody almost caught him once yeah uh, and this would be some sort of like I, that's a big boy it's like the 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 fishing the fishing equivalent of like the Loch Ness monster right yeah, yeah. so I mean I think any mythical creature is a big boy probably like there's oh, <laughs> I think my cat's a big boy <laughs> and he's small oh he's a chunk for a cat well yeah but not a big big boy oh he's not a chungus no he's just a boy <laughs> yeah um and so I think like just any any uh you know like a, a a one or two characters maybe like gets sent off to finally once and for all take down a mythical beast. Is it a so do you want to make this like uh for me it's always like the who's going after this beast, right? Is it like a a small town thing where it's like a, a like a parent and their child trying to reconnect? And it's this crazy legend their parent believes in. Right. Or is, or it, is it like, like a, a big city hunter coming in? Yeah. Or like a corporation or like yeah. what is it, right? Uh, oh, you know what could be really fun? Yeah. Is uh, what if... Uh, well, all of them. Well, I, I like the idea of the um, like the big corporate uh, corporation coming in and the small town and all this stuff. What if it was, and I feel like this might be the plot of an existing movie, but... Mm-hmm. Um, like this bounty is put out on Big Boy, yeah, our mythical uh, creature, and it's basically like the story of different factions and groups of people trying to like race to claim it. Yeah, are you setting up a Rashomon? Uh, oh God, no, <laughs> no. Which would be, I think, without practicing, probably beyond our capabilities. Oh, entirely so. No, I think we tell it from one point of view. Sure. Uh, maybe like the small town aspect, like the yeah, mm. the young boy who lives in the town. Oh, and here and, like, come the NFL Washington Redskins who desperately need a new mascot. <laughs> yes, that's their <laughs> that's their motivation throughout the whole thing. Oh, listen, we got to catch this new thing to have a new mascot. We got otherwise put, we're stuck with this. We got to put something else on these helmets. Yeah, because even saying Redskins, like, we feel bad about. Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't even eat potatoes anymore because Ooh, of it. Boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's I think that's all we need, right? Like. Great. Uh, a story of just a bunch of people rushing to try and kill the big boy. It's like a steel ball run. Kind of. Going after the big boy. The big boy. And just, just to, to make it different from uh, from being what's been established, I think, in previous things, like there's a Simpsons episode that, that did it with like a catfish, right? Right. Uh, let's just make it something else. Yeah, I think cool. so. Absolutely. Uh, all right. You want to do it? Yeah. Guys, prepare your ears. Oh, prepare your bodies. Get those leeches on. Oh, <laughs> dude. Get your yoni egg. And goop it. Oh, because it's about to get intense. Yeah. All right. So I'm Ed. I'm Ruben. This is Big, Big Boy, Boy Bounty. Bounty. So we have our studio logo, as always. I think it's a um, it's a, a carousel. 
Oh, like a, uh, like a like a carnival carousel. Carnival carousel with horses and little some, horses and unicorns. There's the weird animal like the hippo, where it's like, what's that doing there? Yeah, and it's bobbing up and down. But it's the one you want to ride because you're just like, when else am I gonna get the yeah, chance? Yeah, I need to get a selfie on this thing. Yeah, and then we realize it's actually just that scene from Face Off. Yes, <laughs> John Travolta and Nick Cage walk in. Yeah, because uh, it's like where their kid is getting killed. Is it the movie that I'm thinking of? I think it's Face Off. I don't know. Have you not seen Face Off? I have not. Ed, watch Face Off. Okay, so and it's called Ed Watch Face Off Productions. Great. It's a yeah. campaign to make sure that Ed watches Face Off at some point. Yeah, and, and it, it says Ed, it's not a great movie, but it is a fun movie. But it's one of those that like you sort of need in the zeitgeist. Yes, this is all scrolling across the screen. Yeah, it's, it's very got sort of a Star Wars crawl going. <laughs> this this uh, studio, which I, was financed entirely by. Ruben. Yeah. To just be like, hey, we just made, I made this movie just to get this message to Ed. Yeah. I could have made the movie about this or had a conversation with him. That you should watch this 20 year old thriller. He doesn't listen to me, but he will listen to a movie. This still scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it says paid for by uh, Ruben Medina. Yeah. And uh, we fade down. Yeah. Watch Face Off. <laughs> it's got to be streaming somewhere. It's got to be. If it's not, I'll find a DVD. <laughs> do you have a dvd player i'll reenact it for you if i need to great yeah and then we're doing swordfish <laughs> oh man so uh we come up on this um i think should we uh have the first scene be the like almost like the beginning of jaws right where oh somebody encounters big boy yeah where's is this like the pacific northwest is this... i was thinking mountain town mountain town yeah. yeah i was thinking like a mountain town with a big lake yeah in the middle of somewhere it. near uh like lake tahoe or yeah just like or the, a, or the tetons a, a, ooh, the grand tetons yeah i don't know what those are <laughs> uh and so it's this yeah little mountain town but it's um it's nighttime in ooh. the woods Ooh, just full moon out yeah, it's uh, animal sounds. Yeah, lots. Of, oh, so many crickets. Oh, those owls won't shut up. Yeah, they're trying to impart their wisdom on you from wearing their little mortarboard hats. To be fair, they're in the middle of an election, so they're very chatty. Yeah. With mostly uninformed hoots. Yeah. Well, because uh, the the group name for owls is a parliament. Yes. So they're working on gaining seats. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and most of them haven't read anything, so they're just like parroting, which is funny because they're owls right talking points yeah the owls are debating on in the trees but it's all just stuff they wrote on facebook that day yeah they're just parodying facebook yeah these owls even owls do it it's a dense metaphor <laughs> it's kind of on the nose <laughs> which, which funny enough because they don't, don't have, have. Owls. yeah they don't have beaks yeah or they do have beaks yes they have a beak yeah but no nose so um god can you imagine an owl with a nose terrifying <laughs> even and anywhere on its body not even where its beak should be yeah just anywhere yeah with a schnauzer gross put it in the zoo so uh there's a let's say a uh should it be and it's like a, a middle-aged man oh cool great walking through the woods late at night yeah and his, his name is uh he's, sanders oh sanders and then sanders he's like gathering mushrooms or something like that oh uh, yeah this guy loves home tripping <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's going out to have a good time well oh, and just portobellos right yeah so he doesn't um, eat meat no, he's a, a hardcore vegan. A hardcore trip and balls vegan. Yeah, one of those Oregon vegans. <laughs> oh, you know how it works. So uh, he's ar- around the edge of the lake. He's picking mushrooms. He's sort of singing a jaunty tune to himself. Yeah. Right? Just singing like, I love being a man in the woods. <laughs> uh, picking mushrooms to experience uh, ego loss. <laughs> Today I'm going to gain empathy through the use of hallucinogens. I will feel all we've done to the earth. <laughs> so I'm going to cry into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good. He's just singing songs about what's happening in his day. 
and what he plans to do. Yeah, I mean, it, this is this character is really nice. Oh, he's the nicest. That's why he doesn't eat meat. Yeah, because he he's tripped so many times that like whenever he sees a steak, he can sort of like feel the execution of the cow. Yeah, it's like he feels the cow that it came from, and then he feels that he is that cow. Yeah, and then he is diso- disassociating from himself. Yes, because he's. He is cow. Then he feels the dirt, and he's like, oh, I'm the dirt now. I am one with Gaia. He's fucked up. Yeah, but in a sweet way. He has fried his brain. Yeah, with too much empathy. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> it's real. So, uh, but he's uh, as he's doing that, you see sort of like some bubbles in the lake. Ooh. Yeah, just Ooh. ominous bubbles. Something farted in the lake. <laughs> Either someone beefed hard. Oh, dude. Or there's something in there. Either there's somebody or something has beefed so just hard ripping toots yeah or it's just it's something that is i guess mammalian under the water yeah something that something that needs to breathe yeah it needs to breathe air <laughs> yes like some sort of dolphin or uh anything else but not a dolphin yeah anything that's not some sort fish. of landlocked dolphin <laughs> um so he looks at it and he like he's suspicious for a moment and shakes it off yeah and keeps keeps shroom gathering mm-hmm and then there's another like a, a sort of wave and a ripple and some bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, coming closer maybe. Did we establish a lot about this character just for him to die here? I think so. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, we don't have to kill him if we don't. Oh, want Oh no, to. no, no. But if, if this is going to open up like in a sort of jazzy way, and this character is walking by the shore having a time. Yeah. I feel like the they got they got to if it's not, not going die, well. They'll, it's going to fuck them up. Yeah. yeah. What happens to them will be uh, perhaps mysterious. Yes. Yes. So I think like um, he he does that thing where like he's curious and he goes to the edge of the lake to yeah. investigate. We see him uh we see him lean over and see his own refl- his own reflection in the water. Yeah, that really fucks with his head. Yeah, because he's just like, I am the wa- the water. Yeah, the lake it's, the lake me. And uh, we have the we have that shot that looks it looks like the camera's pointed at him, but it's pointing at the water, so it's kind of tricking the audience. Right, and some form emerges and breaks the surface of the water yeah. and like swallows the camera. We don't see what happens. Uh, yeah, at this point a very like unknown form of a creature. Right. Yeah. We didn't we didn't see all of Big Boy. Just some sort of maw that yeah. we can tell is quite large. Mm-hmm. Belongs to a creature that you could say is a big boy. Yeah. It's definitely a big boy. Smash cut to Boom. New York City. <laughs> Oh, and it's uh, it's, the uh, the New York Times newsroom. (laughs) It's the bustling. Can it be the New Yorker? (laughs) Yes, where the New Yorker typewriters are a clackadin. Oh, it looks like a Wes Anderson film in there. Oh, everybody there sucks. (laughs) Yeah, there's way more yellow than you think could work. But it works. It works. People are drawing cartoons that are barely cartoons. Oh, and there's a a, a very uh, there's a new uh, new columnist for the New York Times. They were uh, for the New Yorker rather. They work the uh, the down to earth everyman beat. Oh yeah, uh, regular people column. Yeah, the regular people column in the New Yorker. Yeah, it's like hey, it's a column for people who don't buy the New Yorker. If you accidentally subscribe to the New Yorker, here's the one thing that might keep you looking. Yeah, the crossword is not great. No. So in fact, it's mostly filled out for you. Yeah, they they insult your intelligence. Yeah, and the Sudoku just says whatever letters you want, mm-hmm. which is wrong because Sudoku uses numbers. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But the New Yorker, they're all about looking down on their readers. It's actually called cross doku. It's a mixture of crossword and Sudoku. Yeah, and there's no rules, just right. It's uh, sponsored State by Outback Statehouse. <laughs> it's actually just a coupon <laughs> for regular people. Yeah, you know, for schmucks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have this new reporter. Yeah. Uh, this new reporter named, uh, Ken, 
uh, mustard seed. Canned mustard seed. Oh man, and he comes. He comes from. I think this uh, this area that we started the movie in. He maybe he comes from this town. That's his hometown. Oh, he comes from Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> yes, we're the sixth place. Exactly. It's in the outskirts of Eugene, Oregon. Oh well, it's, it's not. I mean, Eugene's bustling. <laughs> right. I mean, Eugene is at least a city. This wouldn't happen in Eugene. No, it happens on Eugene's outskirts. It would happen, yeah, out of Eugene. Exactly. So um, he's he's doing his job. He's writing a column about um, the the best way to like organize your shoes. Yes, and which it says in pairs. That's, yeah. the, that's the whole thing. It's two words. You put so two, he's pretty two much done. Together. He's done for the day. Um, um, he's uh, he gets called to a meeting, and everyone's pitching their ideas for the next issue of the New Yorker. Uh, so you got the dog comics guy there. And he's just like it's it's gonna be two dogs doing dog stuff, but but what one they of them say is gonna be very undog like. Yeah, it'll be something like I don't think the prime minister needs any more yeah food. Yeah, uh, it'll be uh, uh, Medicare for all, more like Medicare for ball because it's a dog and he's excited about the ball. Yeah, and the ball has the word health written on it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the New Yorker's great at this stuff. Um, and so they're, they're all going around the table and everyone has these like really, uh, not relatable things. And then Ken puts his hand up and goes, um, Hey, actually there's this old legend from my hometown, uh, about some, some sort of creature and yeah. the lake. It, you know, we, uh, we, we grew up just uh playing around the lake and our parents i think it was just to get to keep us from swimming in there because it was dangerous they told us that there was uh, a monster in the lake and they're like no we don't know and he's like well think about it like this it's a it's a profile of like true americana of a a a small town that was once maybe uh prospering from its natural resources but it's slowly closed down and and this is just one of the interesting stories from it and what is more new yorker than trying to connect with small town america while still being the most pompous thing in the world what's what's better than exploiting the stories of small town america to make us all feel better about ourselves and they'll go "Mm, you're right you're right i do like to feel Uh, good about living in a building will the piece make us feel like they're dumb Oh yes! Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're going to look like hayseeds. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. A rubber the, stamp. The whole thing's about them believing this thing that certainly doesn't exist. Yeah, it's not real. No, there's no possible way. Um, and so uh, they're like, "All right, you know what? Write your write your little story." Uh, Ken will send you on assignment. Uh, does he get paired up with somebody uh, to to go with him? Um, let's see. He could have uh, a buddy. Yeah. Um, or is it a buddy? Let's get the buddy back when he goes home. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a childhood friend? Yes, exactly. Great. So he packs his bags and we're back off across the country. Oh, man. If it's a childhood friend, uh, and then they're going to introduce the new friend. It's going to be like a harem anime. No, it's not. We're going to be good today. We're not going to do this. It's fine, Ruben. <laughs> it's okay. This is a childhood friend. It's a major archetype in an anime. Ruben, it's fine. Who do you pick? The new girl or the childhood friend? Ruben, she knows you, but she's new. <laughs> How do you choose? Uh, God, it's so hard. There's novelty versus familiarity going on. Everyone's a good choice. And but for some reason you don't want any of them. Uh, no choice is the wrong choice. They all are way into you, and you're just like nah. And you're not interesting. God, I love anime. Anyway, Eugene, Eugene Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he lands back in Eugene, and he goes. Uh, he he takes a a, a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he takes a car. Well, you know, like he gets a ride. Yeah, they have cars there. Yeah. <laughs> They're slowly, Oregon's very environmentally conscious. So well, like, it's, it's not that they, it's like, whoa, they have cars. It's they've been getting rid of cars. Yeah. So he's like, so, oh, wow, there's still some cars here. And he gets out to this small town, which we'll, which we'll call... Um, uh, 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 Pog- Pogasippi. Pogasippi, Oregon. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like an old Indian tribe name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, also sounds like it could easily be in like Rhode Island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he goes to Pogasippi. Yeah. And uh, he rolls back into town, and like he notices that pretty much nothing has changed. Yeah. Right? It's the same. The 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 uh, the corner store. The Maybe he like holds there. up a picture of like his childhood self in front of the corner store and then yeah. takes it down, and it's like the same facade. We see him. Uh, we see him with. Uh, and that that photo is very important because it shows him with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks at it again, and two of them fade away. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael J. Fox shows up, um, and invents rock and roll instead of a black man. Um, so uh, he puts the uh, uh, photo up and then takes it back down again. And in place, uh, we see just his mom. Ooh. So it's like his dad's been gone. Okay. Um, for a while. Okay. Maybe his dad is Sanders. Who's to say? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, just to bring that character back in some fashion. Right. Um, and it's his mom there to pick him up. Okay. Yeah. So she's like so happy to see him. It's like, uh, oh, I never thought you'd come back. You always hated this place so much. Yeah. You moved to the big city. Yeah. New I York. mean, I'm proud of you making it, making it big in the big city, Ken, but we just don't get to see you very often. Yeah. I'm just saying LA was closer. Yeah, much, much closer and and just as big. Honestly, Seattle would have been fine for you. There's so many options, but you had to go to New York City. It's like, well, mom, the New Yorker's in New York. And she goes, oh, that makes sense. Mm, You always did want to work for that particular publication. Yeah. How you got your hands out out here? I don't know. Yeah, we forbade you to read The New Yorker. (laughs) Oh. Because it always makes us look bad. Yeah. Us small town people. And he's like, well, mom, that's why I'm here. I want to run. You You remember the... Story about a about big, boy? big boy, and she like gets cagey, spooked. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, "Why do you want to? Why are you asking? You always said that that wasn't even a real thing. Why are you asking about big boy now? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was just a story we told you kids. You yeah, know. just to keep you guys, you know, from running out in the wilds unprotected. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, discarded steel at the bottom of that lake. We didn't want you to get cut. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, it's like a coral reef made out of old cars. A lot of like uh, fumes and off-gassing from the local coal mines. Yeah, we dump our waste in the lake. Yeah. I mean, there's intense algae blooms from all the farmer runoff. Yeah, but he starts looking around. <laughs> this lake has four or five different things you could probably blame the existence of Big Boy on being if Big Boy was real. But Big Boy's not real. No. I never... Uh, we don't I, even know what Big Boy is. Yeah, we just we just we called just, it a monster named Big Boy. We just know he's big, he's a boy, well actually we don't know that even, and he's aquatic. Yeah, no one has sexed this creature. Yeah. but I, we If have, there was one. No one has sexed this creature, but we have gendered it. Yeah, we've just decided, you know how like everybody just defaults, like if you see somebody on the internet or like in a video game, you just assume they're a dude. Yeah. It's like that. Why don't you write about that, son? And he's like, mom, I don't have time. (laughs) We write about it every week. We have an assigned gender issues writer who is very intense and will not talk to me. (laughs) She's like, well, let's let's get you home. Yeah. I think as they're as they're going through the town, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the residents of this town are like missing hands yes or like half an arm uh, or they've got big facial scars people are like closing their shutters too as he walks by mm-hmm. they're even though he came from here they're pretty wary of an outsider coming back in yeah and uh well and he's not even much of an outsider right like yeah. he he's a hometown boy well i mean uh, because he's been gone for so long yeah right? he, he he's dressed them. fancy now you know yeah he oh god what, what is a 
a young reporter for the New Yorker look like these days? Oh, he's got a scarf that's too long and it's too warm for it. Slouchy beanie. Uh, yes. Um, Definitely rocking a mustache. He's got a jewel hanging out of his lips. Yes, he's got, oh, he's got two spares in his pocket. Oh, and a thing we didn't mention about this character is this character, uh, he gets nauseous very easily. Okay. Um, very easy nausea. Um, and so he how tells- did we, How did we see that already in the movie? Though? Oh, on the plane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, while he was pitching. He he was about to yarf during his pitch. Oh, he he almost yarfed during his pitch. And, and on the plane, oh. yarf central. Oh, well, he got yarf bags. He he gets off the plane and drops four full vomit bags into a trash can. Yeah, and they're like, wow, is that your carry-on, sir? It's a good joke. Um, <laughs> so so it, it's good it's very funny you guys if you didn't laugh at that oh. it's your fault the audience lost it yeah not this audience but the audience for the movie that's fake that we're making up yeah they love that oh, joke. they loved my joke um so he's like hey mom i just need to stop in the general store real quick to get some uh some pepto some pepto some antacids or something you some know milk of magnesia you know me i got that weak tum yeah, um i got goose guts and who <laughs> Ma, you know me with the goose guts <laughs> With uh, the turtle, Tom? Yeah. You know that I've got tumbly tummy. Uh, oh, I've got bunny butt. <laughs> so uh, he walks in. Oh, just real llama dumper. Oh, and guess guess who's, guess who's running the general store? Is his old Is high it his school. old buddy? It's old high school friend, uh, uh, Patrice. Oh, Patrice. Yeah, she's taken over. the. He's like, oh, Patrice, I didn't, I, I didn't expect to see you here. We haven't really talked. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and well, it was her dad used to run the general store, yeah. but he's retired now. Exactly. And uh, she's running the general store. She's like the heart and soul and glue of this town. Everyone knows her and loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she stuck around, even though she, then he, he says this in dialogue here. He's like, why? Wow, I'm, I'm surprised you stayed here. I mean, you scored better on the SAT than I did. Uh, I mean, you took the bar exam. And did nothing with it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you could have been a lawyer. You did a residency uh, for being a doctor, for being a neurosurgeon. Yeah, I think you drove in the Indy 500 once. You know, she's like, well, I just wanted to do all that to prove that a woman could, but not because I want to do any of it. <laughs> yeah, it's based, this is a woman's place in the world right now. Is you have to just do things to prove that you can. Just to show you that I can do it. Even if I don't want to. What I want to do is just stay here and run a general store, because I love this town. Yeah, but, but I also so want many you to know, expectations of me. compared to me, you're an idiot. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to waste years of my life proving my worth just to run a general store yeah that's where we're at and the thing is i still my dad runs this place i still almost didn't get the job yeah yeah he almost gave it to my brother yeah who's done nothing yeah oh yeah chunks he oh never nothing not one yeah. thing so we um, call him chunks because he barfs all the time uh, he's like oh well speaking of yes uh i need some something to settle my stomach and she's like okay let me go grab something and as she goes to go get um the the stomach medication i think like w- what would they have in this general store that like is also foreboding in uh, the way that the townspeople's injuries are foreboding uh do they have t-shirts to just say i saw the big boy <laughs> <laughs> i got big to buy the boy and he's like <laughs> boy done bigged me that boy big <laughs> there's just a lot of weird variant t-shirts yeah and and it's weird because every single like usually there'd be like uh like a drawing of 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 like whatever the big boy is but no one really knows so it's just like an amorphous blob every time yeah it just looks like somebody spilled bleach on the shirt yeah uh and wrote boy be big next to it <laughs> <laughs> uh boy big devoe is what it says <laughs> um big boys 
Big Toys. <laughs> and it's a picture of a truck rolling coal. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, it's, and they have uh, they sell big, big boys and berry pies. Yes. And there's a Bob's Big Boy next door. Yes. And he goes, uh, well, I'm actually here about Big Boy. And she's like, oh, that old thing. You know, it's uh, we have merchandise for it because it's such a legend. It's just a town, you know. Yeah, the town legend. It's like actually one of the only things we really have left is tourism. Yeah, it's like you know how Area Fifty One has all the UFO and alien stuff, even though they're not real. Yeah, it's just like a fun marketing thing. Yeah, and uh, uh, Ken's eyes get real shifty. Mm -hmm. He's like the New Yorker has so many secrets. Mm -hmm. We know. Yeah, we don't go down that rabbit hole, but the New Yorker knows. Yeah. So, um. He gets the stomach medicine and I, does he just leave? I think maybe he asks her, uh, it's like, well, I'm writing a story about it and I could use someone who, I haven't been here in so long, I could use someone Someone to who knows the town, yeah. If I help me get some information, at least take me to where people say it happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, "All right, I take, I'll take you out to like the to to the Big Boy Lake." Yeah, uh, it's been it's been renamed Big Boy Lake. Well, this is you know because tourists, um, and so she, uh, it's like we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, right. So he goes home with his mom. Oh, has a good old home cooked meal. Home cooked meal. Does it, he have any siblings? Uh, Did we say that? I think he's the only kid. That's okay. what made him leaving so much harder. And maybe he like. Uh, he says goodnight to his mom, but he goes he on the way to his old childhood room. He passes like his dad's yeah. study, like and they don't and like they don't they didn't talk about dad much. No, but he does see the study and like it hasn't been. It's like when uh, when you leave college and your parents don't touch your room at all; they just close the door. Yeah, and it's a time capsule basically. That's what's happened with his dad's room. Yeah, and his dad's room is full of. Oh, I it's mean, like a big leather chair. It's got, there's uh, fishing rods. He has mm. one of those uh, those old timey uh, underwater sub sub suits, like a diving uh, the yeah like the big the diving old, helmet. Yeah, like, the old diving helmet, yeah, the pressurized like Bioshock suit. Yeah, that has like the the barred uh, face on it. Yeah, um, it, you know his dad was obviously he was like, a real a real fisherman. Yeah, he was uh, he was like a marine biologist uh, for freshwater. Yeah. A freshwater marine biologist. Is it the same? I believe so. I would. But they're both marine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's got like all these pictures of him with giant fish that he caught. He's yeah. got, you know, some of them like taxidermed on big plaques. And I will say that all of the giant fish photos, they all do say uh, scrawled on them. Not big boy. <laughs> Not, it's like it gets crazier and crazier <laughs> from photo to photo. <laughs> Turns into fucking like Joker font. He's he's like crossing the eyes off the fish. <laughs> no, can't be and big just boy. Says, no big boy. Not good enough for big boy. <laughs> uh, this this is I think a discovery maybe. Yeah, he like, sort of rather than those being up on the walls, he finds like a folder. Yes, of, of the fish things, and it gets crazier and crazier as you go through. His mom comes in the room and uh, she goes, uh, "It really consumed your dad, mm-hmm. the big big boy. Uh, not literally. I mean the idea of it." He was obsessed with it. As a marine biologist, it was like his his Moby Dick. It was his white whale. Yeah, it was his white whale, which it could be. We don't know. Yeah, like we said, the big boy is pretty much a myth. And what I dad mean by, believed it. And what I mean by that is like, I don't believe in it. It was one of the things me and your father disagreed on always. Yeah. And I mean, what happened to dad? Did he just disappear? I think dad just disappeared. Okay. I mean, uh, I think maybe dad is Sanders that we saw at the top. I was going to say, what if like, um, maybe the whole thing is like, they think he drowned in the lake. Yeah, he went right. out for dad went out for one of his you know late night trip walks, his, his late night big boy sighting, <laughs> and just never came back. And man, if I, I was sad, but I was also angry, and I had to take care of you. And 
And you were a burden. Yeah, you were not good as a farmhand. Yeah, you're a delicate boy. Head in the books, not in the barn. Yeah, you have the hands of a newborn chicken. Oh, just as trembly. Yeah, no no blisters whatsoever, no callus. Soft and supple. Yeah, they are, it's like you're wearing gloves, but you're not. <laughs> uh, so smooth. Yeah. Like, like lambskin. In fact, if you wouldn't mind, a little back rub real quick. And he's like, okay, mom, I'll give you a back rub. Uh, but so she tells him the story about how Big Boy drove his dad insane and uh, they think he drowned one night in the lake. Yeah. So he's like, this is great for my story. She's like, please, please don't embarrass our family and your father at the national scale of the very large subscribership of the New Yorker. Of the New Yorker. <laughs> the mag- I don't want to be to have our family dragged through the mud in various doctor's office waiting rooms. Yeah, please don't please don't make this town look stupid. And he hears back to like you're going to make him look stupid, right? Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Oh, yeah, no. No, no, mom, I won't. I won't." So he goes and he starts he's writing for a little bit. Uh yeah. he, he starts to type the word hayseeds. Yeah. And then, oh, sorry, I yawned. And he backs up and he just types Hicks and he's like, ah, I'm still not good. Yeah, still doesn't feel right. Uh, and he closes the laptop and goes to sleep. Yeah, I just can't write. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the next morning he's meeting with Patrice yep. at the lake. And they're going on a hike. Yeah. So they're hiking through the woods mm-hmm. and reminiscing about old times past. <laughs> hey, remember when we were all hanging out and drinking and you were uh, uh, studying to be a, a, a master welder? And she's like, yep, I was constantly busy yeah i was trying to prove myself as a woman in this town yeah it's like remember like all of our friends in high like every platonic friend in high school like the sexual tension that you had with them that like neither of you would ever act upon yeah like we used to hang out all the time and you know i just i just kind of looked at you as one of the guys yeah but eventually (laughs) you're gonna think about it yeah i mean you know everyone starts blossoming yeah i thought about it yeah and you know, but you go, oh, weird, and you stop thinking about it. Yeah. But you don't actually stop thinking about it. In fact, you think about it more than you ever thought was possible. Yeah, and it becomes intrusive, and yeah. you realize that, like, you know, love isn't something that you should be chasing necessarily. But then there's all these possibilities, yeah. and you don't know whether or not it's going to work out. And maybe part of why you left a small town was because you wanted to, but also because you're trying to run away from something that was right there all along. Ooh, a hot spring. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that's new. <laughs> um, She's so, very uh, 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 shifty from this conversation. Yeah, it's like, are you bit. okay? You seem. Do you need some stomach medicine? He's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, uh, I'm good. I just, I'm getting out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, they're they're just reminiscing and talking about old times and having a you know a nice chat. Yeah. Um, and that's when I, they, they get to the lake. Uh, and at, at first, it looks, just looks like it's a nice like it's a big lake. Well, yeah, if, if there's going to be a big boy, it needs to be a big lake. <laughs> you got to have a big lake for a big... If you're going to run with the big boys, you got to have a big lake. Yeah. If uh, what, is, what is it? Like, run with the big dogs or stay on the porch? <laughs> yes. Yes. For the, the big dog t-shirt company, our new sponsor. Yeah. Uh, and so they finally get to the big lake. Yeah. And they're just looking out over it. It's actually kind of majestic. It's like placid and beautiful. There's mm-hmm. uh, all the uh, coniferous trees nearby. Yeah. It's- oh, so many pines oh so coniferous <laughs> they're evergreen yeah they never brown so um they're looking around at the lake and do, do we need to name the lake not really it doesn't matter no nah, people just call it big boy lake yeah um and there are tourists around taking pictures and he's so he asks like so does anybody really think that there's a big boy or is this just sort of like a is it an urban legend because that's what my mom keeps saying but my dad was 
obsessed with it. Yeah. So I, I just don't know what the deal is. And she's like, well, you know, some people really say that they've seen something. Yeah. In the lake. Um, it's entirely possible that there's, you know, something that lives in there. But I really don't think it's a monster. I mean, we know the surface of the moon more than we know the ocean floor of the Earth. Yeah. This is what I learned when I was an astronaut. Yeah. For a short time. <laughs> I went to space. I didn't came back here to run a general store. Yeah. All of this just so that you knew I could. And even then, they said my resume was underqualified. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so... um what do you think she's giving him right now? I think, like, so I think that there's like a, I think we have to have um, maybe this sort of like uh, dancing around the idea of it being real or not. She's like, no, nah, it's more of like, I believed it when I was a kid, of course, but it's not something I believe in anymore as an adult. Um, I think something has to happen or there has to like, <laughs> sorry someone, to hear about your dead dad, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So weird that he just, just like, I mean, drowned, mm-hmm. um, you know, but he's, he loved his late night walks and he was obsessed with big boy. Uh, I think there has to be like, a current disappearing that happening that happens while he's in the town. Oh, so okay. that so that like there's a nice there's a nice uh they have a nice day they catch up steak dinner they have a nice steak dinner <laughs> oh, um steak dinner ah just a real nice steak dinner um <laughs> an Italian steak ah, you know the Italian steak dinner <laughs> ah you put it in the sous vide and you grill it sizzle on the sides oh get a nice sear going all it needs is some salt and pepper anything else would be an abomination <laughs> um so uh, wow the intensity of a New York steak man oh if you could see my face guys you gotta work out um so uh I think that what we establish here is like they catch up we establish the tension she talks about how she doesn't really believe in it but like but the nice thing is that it's something that's kind of brought the town together and it's a it's mm-hmm. it's nice to have myth it's nice to have mystery that's part of the magic of the world not everything has to be explained in a paper uh mm-hmm. and it's, he kind of takes that like ow ooh and so I have an idea yeah so they they have their steak dinner at the aggressive Italian man. Oh, it's me, Garbanzo Steaks. <laughs> Garbanzo Malone. Hey, uh, and we don't so, do any Italian food here. Just a steakhouse, ah, and sometimes some surf with the turf. <laughs> Get a little shrimp on there. Uh, so Garbanzo Malone is a fun character. Oh, uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, the aggressive Italian steakhouse owner that refuses to serve Italian food. Oh, I swear, just. Butter, pepper, salt, and dip. If I see one noodle, I'm going to lose my shit. No, don't you bring that steak sauce in here. <laughs> A1, go fuck yourself. Hey, go fuck yourself, A1. <laughs> um, but here's what happens, Ruben. Oh. Here's, are you ready? Oh, Ed, the more you say this, the better I think it's going to have to I be. I know. So as they're, <laughs> as they're leaving Garbanzo Malone's house of steak and nothing else. Hey, come back <laughs> next time. <laughs> Get the same thing. <laughs> That's all we got. Um. A bunch of people come running down the street with oh. like uh, a stretcher, yeah, and uh, they run to um, to Patrice, who's also the town doctor, yeah, uh, and they're like, "We've got one," uh, and coming down that they, they have like a person under a sheet. Oh, like, and the, when they pull the sheet back, there's missing no from the waist down. Yeah, there's no more person under the sheet. Yeah, that sheet's pretty perfunctory, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's half a person. Yes. And uh, half the man. Half the man he used to be. Yes. As that song says. Before the accident. Yes. Yes. He used to be a whole person. Yeah. It is a character named Edward Veter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and so uh, 
Patrice like uh, helps them whisk them off, and everyone's just, uh, everyone's like, "What happened? What happened? Oh, there was a there was an accident in the factory. Yeah, a factory accident in the steel factory. There's an accident in the steel factory. He got caught in the steel twister, and it, oh man, and it twisted him right off. Oh, it it pulled him like a like a Christmas cracker. Yeah, he yeah he got yoinked like a laffy taffy. Yeah, it started from the wiener and went down. <laughs> yeah, it it happened because he put his wiener in there. Yeah, started from the wiener. Now it's here. <laughs> You know, like that Drake song. <laughs> um, and so uh, they like sort of like secret, secretively mm-hmm. move this guy to the hospital. Yeah. And there's something weird about that. Oh, uh, and, and Ken's trying to get in there to get information. Yeah. But he's getting stonewalled pretty hard. Yeah, he keeps getting like pushed out um, until eventually uh, like Patrice comes out and she's covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we tried to save him. Yeah. We t- uh, listen. <laughs> Not not for a lack of my expertise. I am the best uh, doctor. I'm for, the best, but half of him was missing. If you're cut in half, I'm the person you want to see. Yeah, but the, the, he wasn't getting out of it. Um, and he's like, well, what's go- you got to tell me what's going on. And she's like, listen, just just go home, and I'll talk to you about it tomorrow. And he's yeah, like, but I want to forget you saw anything. Yeah, and he's like, what are you, what are you trying to tell me? She's like, just go home. Just get out of here. And she has this like glancing look like, I can't talk to you right now. Yes, exactly. So he goes home, goes, again, goes back to his dad's, uh, to, he's like trying to the write study. again. Still yeah. having a hard time writing. He's trying to write in the study. He's like writing at dad's old desk. Uh, he does find, he does find a thing in his dad's old desk. It's just like, uh, it's uh, it's like an old newspaper that's like uh, lots of uh, whatever you'd call decapitation that happens to half your body. There's got to be a word for that. Uh, probably. A half-itation. Half-itation. Another half-itation down at the lake. <laughs> oh, 43 half-itated. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this one they just left legs. Yeah, and he's just like, uh, you never know which half it's going to be, but it's yeah. still half a tape. He also finds his dad's porno stash, which oh, is yeah. kind of fun. And he's like, oh, some of the good old shit. Yeah, that analog. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, some body diversity. <laughs> yeah, body diversity on hair. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, so he, he jerks off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> to Quick his tug. Dad, to just, his dad, old porn. And he, it, it's like, this one's for dad. Yeah, this one's for you, <laughs> it's Pop. Like, it's like when you pour a 40 on the ground a little bit. Yeah, finds finds one of his mushrooms. Like, it's probably still good. <laughs> I'm going to trip balls and also empty balls. Oh, dude, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna trip balls, empty nuts. Let's go. Um, <laughs> trip balls and nut on dad's carpet. <laughs> wakes up, has a great night. Wakes up the next day, and uh, there is to a bunch of random scrawling on his computer. <laughs> oh yeah, he's written. I mean, something that is not permissible at all. To he wrote a lot, but it was not about what he needed to be writing. It's about. not cohesive. No. Um, and uh, uh a, it is nut cohesive. His uh, his mom finds him. Um, and she's like, "Hey, you have to a, put your pants back on. You have a you have a note. Um, and it says to meet at the lake. Uh, meet at the lake at midnight. Okay. So he goes to meet at the lake, and <laughs> he wasted he wasted the whole day tripping and jerking. Oh uh, well, he like he was dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, Gatorade. Oh, he's Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Um, using a recovery day, just has, swallows a handful of salt. Yeah, he's just really trying to feel better because you know when you come down off of a hard trip." It takes a long time. That serotonin is not there. No, he's 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 feeling real strung out. Yeah. Um. So uh, I made those GABA receptors back. <laughs> oh, they're burnt out. Uh, he goes to the lake, and Patrice is there, and she's like, "All right, I need to come clean with you about what's happening in this town. Remember when you asked me about believing in a big boy?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I've been asking everyone, and they say that it's not real." And she goes, "I do believe in big boy, and big boy is big real. boy is real. People have been getting." Half for s- decades here. We've been uh, 
you know, we we need people to keep coming back here because Big Boy is the only thing that keeps the town alive. Yeah. Right. The tourism trade is too big. Problem is, Big Boy is real and he kills people. She uh, she uh, takes a uh, well, and she tells him. I think there's like an interesting backstory where she's like. He's like, well, then we gotta, we gotta get the authorities. We gotta get, we gotta get. I don't know who handles this. The the coast guard, the coast guard, or somebody. Yeah. Let me call the coast guard. Well, she's like, it's an inland lake. They have no jurisdiction. Yeah, uh, the the um the national guard. They don't deal in water crimes. Um, <laughs> basically, we're in no man's land here. Yeah, this might as well be international waters, except they're very national waters. Yeah, this is a national park. Yeah. So the park service, I guess, but like, but the ranger can't swim. Yeah, <laughs> he can he can climb, but, but he can't swim. No. We have a very inept park ranger, and uh, does I? I want to. I think I think she reveals to him that Big Boy killed his dad, like without any doubt. Well, and I, uh, it's like that that must have been what happened to your father. And when he's like trying to deal with this, he's like, "Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta tell somebody." And she goes, "No, because Big Boy has been keeping the town safe. Mm-hmm. Big Boy has only been." taking care of people hafitating people who've done something wrong oh are they being like sacrificed to big boy or? not even sacrificed just that big boy has like a predator i don't i want him to, i want this to be like a mythology of like this thing it that has some preternatural sense for whether or not you're a good person a hundred percent interesting yeah. and he, he's like there's no way my dad was the best he tripped shrooms and tried to learn more about the ocean yeah he just was a cool dude with a desk with some playboys in it and she's like i don't uh, I can't say I didn't know your dad, but there must have been something because Big Boy knew. And Big Boy's, we haven't had any crime in this town in this all the decades that Big Boy's been active. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's a weird twist, but it makes it so that it's like, do I ruin this town and like reveal and, this yeah, thing? Reveal Big Boy or do, or, uh, so this is interesting because I was originally going for like, let's kill Big Boy, right? Yeah. 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 But if this is the case, uh, then that might not be an option. Yeah, right. It, it, that's. It, I think that in fact becomes the question. Okay. Yeah. Because on the one hand, he finds out the big boy is real and it killed his dad, so he would want revenge. Yes. On the other hand, big boy is uh, not only like keeping the town's uh, tourism up; it's also getting rid of miscreants. It's a moral quandary. Interesting. And now, I mean, certainly we can have arguments about uh, big boy's justice. Uh, is it true? Uh, it, maybe these people haven't committed crimes yet, so precognition's a problem. Yeah, are we basically punishing thought crime here with uh, big boy? <laughs> I mean, she's, she's like, it's not an easy discussion. But yeah. all I can tell you is we haven't had any crimes in decades. <laughs> Three days later, it's still talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's complicated. Um, and uh, I I want to uh, I don't know if this moment comes now, but I do want a moment where she like like whistles into something mm-hmm. and it calls like big boy up and he sees big boy. Oh wow. Um, and maybe like, she's like, I, I know you and I think you're a good person, but you must stand the test of big boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So hold on. We need to do the reveal. Oh yeah. Right. So she blows a whistle and the lake just starts to roil and bubble. There's no tourists around. So no. nobody's, nobody's, no, it's, it's midnight. Yeah. It's basically, it's sort of like, uh, in, um, close encounters, the like, yes. right. Uh, but when she, uh, she just blows a foghorn that goes big boy. <laughs> <laughs> And bubbles surface and go, and then like the the notes are in the 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 air. Yep, and as uh, so the the water bubbles and roils, yeah. and this uh, you see this sort of like you know wet uh, shiny flesh begin to show above the water. Yeah, is and, and I do is big boy cute or terrifying? That's a very good question because sometimes something cute is terrifying. Yeah, let's do um, let's make him adorable. Yeah, 
right? So Big Boy is this like big like uh you you mentioned dolphin. Yeah. So I like the idea of like maybe like it's a beluga. Uh, uh yes, like a sort of a, a half anthropomorph- uh, anthropomorphic beluga. Yes. Right? So like it stand it's got like sort of a Godzilla body, yeah. right? The sort of stooped over uh thing, but it's it's adorable white beluga whale flesh mm-hmm. and he's got that adorable face oh and if you're saying anthropomorphic i can only think that it has an eight pack and a huge <laughs> dick <laughs> no i think it's chubby and cute oh okay great. yeah great. we're not talking like uh anthro art no. okay. we're, t- we're talking about the literal definition of anthropomorphic oh, the right? internet has ruined it me. has a little bit Proceed. of like a human form <laughs> sure uh and uh, you know like a, a cute little fin on its back yeah and, like it's it looks it could be a pokemon really you know pretty like, much how how big how big big boy oh it's a whale lord it's big yeah it, so let's say big boy stands 50 feet tall uh i, I would say big boy's bigger it's a, oh, a bigger big boy well, like the big boy is like the the big boy lake uh-huh. is big okay and i feel like they're probably like 100 foot big boy it's gotta be like a chunk of the lake you know what i mean okay like, so uh, enough that when it comes up the water recedes so much right i would say like a like a six story big boy oh that's a big boy yeah great um, you know, it's like the the size of a condo building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's adorable. Yeah, it uh, it kind of like uh drops its big head right onto the shore. It's like looking right at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with its cute little beady eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's just staring at Ken. Yeah, and uh, the big boy is uh like the the front of its like head. It's a beluga, so it's kind of like its forehead slash like almost snoot area. Mm-hmm. Kind of like glows a little bit. It has like an iridescence. Yeah, and uh, it's just like breathing on him. She uh, and Patrice takes Ken's hand and like puts it on, on big boy on big boy on the spot that's glowing, and he like feels the world he's like oh no <laughs> yeah he's like this is so similar to the mushrooms i took last night it's, it's he's like taking dmt he's just like i see the mystery of all and everything in big boy yeah exactly um uh, and big boy and opens its mouth oh man i want it to be a question for a second of whether or not whether big he's boy, gonna eat him yeah yeah uh or does big boy like spit out his dad's head <laughs> <laughs> i do th- i do think uh, when he opens his mouth uh, uh, he thinks that he's got to uh, get eaten. Uh, yeah. Get eaten. But instead, what Big Boy's Big Boy shows him, like stuck in one of his teeth, is like a belonging of his father's. Maybe <laughs> it's like a license plate and jaws. Yeah, like his dad's old briefcase. <laughs> yeah, it's it's his lucky watch. His yeah. lucky fishing watch. Yeah, it's ra- his lucky fishing watch is like just barely wrapped around the top of one of Big Boy's uh, gigantic teeth. Yes, yeah. these massive teeth. And he goes, "That's my dad's lucky fishing watch." Uh, you did eat my dad. <laughs> Yeah, you son of a bitch. But uh, you know what? Maybe uh, when he touches Big Boy, he, he sees. sees what his dad did. Oh, uh, yeah. And he does see this obsession that he had with Big Boy. His dad was overfishing that lake. Oh, no. His dad was uh, there. He was killing all these creatures. He was testing. So he made himself bad in his lust for finding Big Boy. Absolutely. It wasn't yeah. that he was a bad man. It's that his obsession for knowledge um, drove him to unintended consequences. And not that knowledge is wrong, but if it's at the cost of everything else, then who are you to say? Big Boy taught a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Big Boy teach. Yeah. Big Boy smart. Mm-hmm. So he, he takes his dad's watch. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what, big boy, I'm I'm still a little angry at you for tearing my family apart. But he does see the watch has stopped at the time that his dad died. So he's like, wow, uh, 102 a.m., uh, 1971. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the 1970s? Well, no, uh, when his dad died. Oh, okay, it was a while back. Yeah, gotcha. sure. Um, and so is this like the moral of the story is like, you know what, like, 
if if big boy is what because i think his thing before was i need to blow this thing wide open if he's real and i I, i think that's exactly what this the next part of this is right is that patrice is like well now you know so i guess whatever you want to do here is up to you I can't mm-hmm. tell you what to do. You have to make that decision on your own. If Big Boy's taught us anything, is that morality is relative, um, except when it, except <laughs> Look, when it comes to his uh, divine judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bo- Big Boy's plan consumes us all. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I guess I have a lot of writing to do." All hail the Big Boy. <laughs> all worship the Big Boy. <laughs> like the whole town's just Big Boy. Big uh, boy. And, and uh, uh, he's like, uh, "He's like, well, well, so that that kid back there that got cut in half that you tried to save." She's like. Yeah, I didn't actually try to save him. Tax I knew, evasion. <laughs> I, knew, I knew Big Boy. Yeah, he was evading taxes. <laughs> Big Boy's judgment rained down upon him. Yes. Um, and so he goes. He goes home back to his uh, back to his dad's uh, study, which he sees in a new light. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost now. Uh, uh, not that he's like judging his father harshly, but it's almost now this room of like uh, horrors or a testament to a man's madness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he sits down and begins typing furiously. Yeah, and there's a real Sex in the City. M- bit where he's like he's typing but the character I is never monologuing. would have thought <laughs> the character's monologuing what they're writing yeah uh it's not quite as sassy as as carrie well who is right. sarah jessica parker you can't yeah. contain that sass no um but he he starts writing and i think the tale that he tells is uh of the of the town yes right so he writes this article about uh or should we not know what it is until he gets back to New York? He gets back to New York, and uh, so we don't we don't hear that. We he just types and writes. Yes, and uh, what happens is that like, hey, the new the new uh, the new uh, issue is out, and uh, it's going viral. It's crazy. Everyone yeah. is insane with it, um, and it's it turns out that it's just this like really beautiful portrait of a small town yeah. that runs on an old legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's but he makes it clear like the legend of big boy and the tourism is what keeps the town alive yeah it's it's he the builds stories. the mystery it's the yeah. stories that we tell ourselves he that get, are the most important he gets a lot of like quotes from people around town and mm-hmm. you know testimonials and pictures of the lake and stuff and uh so he's just like written this wonderful piece about how amazing this little piece of small town america is uh, and, and how w- storytelling affects the world in which we live and that last boy uh, the last bit is like so is big boy real who's to say it doesn't matter yeah it, who, <laughs> who's to say probably not but what is real is how big boy has affected the hearts and minds of this small town and hopefully you dear reader <laughs> yeah and the editor is like i thought you were gonna make this town look stupid you made it look like a destination people he- are gonna have weddings there and uh, he goes, we kind of like go back to when he touched Big Boy and he saw like, I think these like branching paths of him, like one was like of him uh, uh, making the town look stupid for his own gain. And like the... the that would be bring Big Boy's judgment. All these things. And then one saw like the right thing. Like I think Big Boy even has this power to like show you the good or bad so that you can decide which you want to take. Right. He is the... He is the- like epicenter, the nexus of all morality. Yeah. And so when they ask him that, he's just like, well, just... Something moved me, I guess. Yeah. And then we see the lake one last time. Yeah. Bustling with tourists. Like yeah. this town has been taken over. Yeah. And is doing better than ever. People are, you know, buying houses to summer at the lake. At yes. Lake Big Boy. Um, still no one's ever seen him. Right? Oh, and it's, it's so peaceful and it's so great. And uh, you see uh, like a shitty guy walking down the beach and he uh, takes the last cigarette out of his 
uh, pack of smokes and uh, crumples it up and tosses it on the shore. Oh, yeah. Litters like crazy. And then you just see some bubbles. Yeah. In the cigarette pack. Cuts a black. And that's, yeah, the end. So, like, bustling tourism and Big Boy will feed for a thousand years. Oh, of course. In fact, we get the credits, and they're great. They're great credits. Oh, man. So many names. Oh, so many names of people that did things for the movies. The production babies. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Special thanks to these babies that happened during production. Yeah. Um, Some reason you're part of the movie now. So that was Big Boy Bounty. Yay. Uh, that went in a completely different direction than I anticipated. <laughs> if I'm good at anything, it's yeah. fucking things up. Well, no, I liked it. Like I was, I was thinking along a much more like regular block Blockbusters, sort of like uh, all the people coming to try and fish for Big Boy. But I like that that was like a story of, uh, I don't know, like what uh, what the meaning of legend is. Yeah. Yeah. What it means for us. Yeah. And that uh, moral gray areas are for suckers. And that Big Boy do exist. Oh, Big Boy real. And his judgment is ultimate. <laughs> big Boy strong. Yeah. Big Boy do it all night long. Big Big Boy is unquestionable. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Gene Wynn, for that title. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it, it, I will say, it is difficult doing this with just the two of us sometimes. It, yeah, because it's a, all the pressure is a, if one of us stops talking, the other person has to. You're moving so fast. Yeah, I felt myself like stammering uh, more than I usually do. With three people, there's always at least two people to pick up the slack. Yeah. I haven't had any time to drink from my cup of tea and my mouth is very dry and i've had to talk way more than normal <laughs> yes um but thank you guys so much for listening uh to your welcome hollywood this week if you want to find us on social media you can do so uh we are ed tom and ruben on everything except for instagram where we are your welcome hollywood that's r-u-e-b-e-n uh for those of you who have spelling issues with ruben <laughs> yeah well everyone does um and you know while you're at it and frankly it's my issue not yours um uh, go ahead and give us a rating if you're on itunes if you're on spotify uh if you're on spotify give us a i guess a follow and if you're on itunes give us a subscribe mm-hmm. um and give us a rating and review because it super helps get the word out it does um and also you can go to edtomandruben.com if you want to see some other stuff there's not a whole ton of it but you know whatever if you're in the atlanta area uh, oh, yeah. uh, as of this recording, it'll be this Friday. This uh, Friday. We have a show at Dad's Garage Theater Company uh, at 1030 in the p.m. Mm-hmm. So come on out and see uh, what this looks like when it's done live. Yeah. And we have to act everything out physically. And we our, get sweaty. And our old bodies have a hard time keeping up with our mouths. Yeah. Usually Ruben has to take two days off afterwards. Uh-huh. My back is wrecked. <laughs> so uh, that is it for your Welcome Hollywood this week. I'm Ed. I'm Ruben. Stay out of the boy. <laughs> Welcome Hollywood with Ed, Tom, and Ruben. For more, go to edtomandruben.com and thanks for listening.